Elizabeth. As Stefan would say, we must protect Elaine. Who is Damon but the Walter White of drinking the blood of teenagers? When you talk to a bro, you get into kiss position. Yeah. And then you go, no, no. And then you don't kiss. Everyone just spit on me. No. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to call her daddy. <laughs> now I'd like to move on. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Elle. And this is the, the Vampire, Vampire Journals. Journals. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Vampire Journals, a show where four friends who miss each other very much talk about the show The Vampire Diaries. This week, we watched episode three, titled Friday Night Bites. And also with us are our two experts, Hannah Chiapanos and Bridget Woodbury. Hannah Chiapanos, what are you the expert in this episode? My research mostly focuses on neck injuries and the swiftness they can heal or not heal. Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of neck injuries in this episode? I observed uh, three, I believe. Oh, wow. Mm. And Bridget Woodbury. What are you the expert in? Yeah, listen, I'm just, I'm here, I'm queer, I love football, ready to give it 110%. Hell yeah. Oh man, are you a, you're a coach? Bring me in coach? No, put me in coach. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer if you would refer to me in that fashion. Coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, coach Bridget, Coach Woodbury, just coach. Just coach, I think. Okay. That's, yeah, that feels good. Powerful. <laughs> so Friday Night Bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the name is a football pun. Yep. Yeah. Is Friday Night Bites a football thing? Friday Night Lights is a football TV show about a small town football coach who gives a lot of inspiring speeches to some teens. (laughs) Sorry, um, we're doing a video call so we can see Hannah and Bridget and the looks of judgment and disappointment on their faces. Oh no, I'm actually nodding with pride. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think you're um, crushing it. I was, I was shocked that Morgan had never heard of this extremely popular it show. It actually seems I, like yeah. a Morgan piece of content, actually. Mm. Oh, I've heard, of, I've heard of Friday Night Lights. I just thought mm-hmm. it was like an 80s dancer film. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking Flashdance. In oh, a way, am. football is a dance. Yeah, I am thinking Flashdance. So Friday Night Lights is a term that existed for some time. To refer to Friday night football that is played in the evening under the lights on the field. Yeah. Well, how about that? I did think the problem was that Morgan didn't understand puns when they were just like, <laughs> and a Friday bite night bites is something that a vampire does to access the blood of a human. Yes. Also, um, this episode, I believe, takes place on a Friday night. So within oh. the continuity. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. place in all in one day. Um, Friday Night Bites is also the name of my appetizer restaurant. Ooh. Ooh. Right? What do you do on Saturdays? We're closed. <laughs> We're <laughs> only open on Friday night. So start us off, Elle. Mm-hmm. How does the episode begin? Pretty grim in that Caroline wakes up in the morning to find Damon in her room and a bunch of blood on her pillow. And it's very creepy because she clearly does not remember the previous night. And he kind of vampire mesmers and her into being okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like forgive me if i'm wrong we may not all have a lot of jokey bits about that one Mm -mm. it was just a bad vibe yeah Mm -hmm. all i can say about it was like it was a really good horror movie yeah that scene was genuinely tense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and my bar for for this is like pretty low coming from a 
Is this CW? Was it the WB first? That's what happened with Charmed. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, a lot of important content. <laughs> I mean, it was it was eight seasons, so it definitely ended on the CW. Right. I'll say a vampire show then. Sure, my bar is pretty low, so yeah. to get yeah, like a genuinely like tense scene, like for them to take the time in the opening mm-hmm. to slowly have her realize the situation she's in and fail to get out of it is delicious. Yeah. And and for a first season. Well, and frankly, like that was the first really like genuinely sort of scary use of the like jump cut mm-hmm. that I've seen where like one of the That's vampires point, appears coach. like right behind. Thank you. Yeah. That's a play I'd recommend. Yeah. The rest of the time it's been like a little bit funny or just them flexing on each other. But yeah, that one was upsetting. It's been like kind of jokey and yeah. Also, Hannah, expert on neck injuries. Yeah. We did get to see uh, an up-close shot of the bite mark Damon left on Caroline's neck. It didn't look like a vampire bite. It looked like a regular human bite with all the teeth marks, which I guess makes sense because vampires have all their teeth. (laughs) (laughs) They don't just have the teeth. Okay, but imagine... Like if it was more of a snake situation. (laughs) But like in other fiction, that's what they make it look like. Yeah, which like true because it's so much more like elegant to just have two puncture wounds rather than have a full like chonk. It's gritty realism, guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. People on bit down on that lady. Vampire Diaries and Breaking Bad, I feel like, are in the same genre. Anyway, um, I... I you were going to say the same universe. Who is Damon but the Walter White of drinking the blood of teenagers? Oh my god. <laughs> um, so I think the degree to which Caroline was injured during this one-night stand she had with a grown man vampire was... Vampire. Vampire. I think that the degree of this bite was possibly intentionally not as gruesome as perhaps mm. the bite that Vicky received in episode one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we can see this later in the episode by how they address their wounds. Mm. Yeah. 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 Would you want to like go into that now or would you want to? Absolutely. Well, just as a little amuse bouche, later in the episode, we see Caroline in but a simple skinny scarf. Um, And Morgan, can I get a check on the year <laughs> again? Ooh. Do, 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 do. Beep, 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 beep. 2009? That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, right on trend. Only because I was corrected in episode one. Oh, okay. Okay. I said 2005. Mm. And you said 2009, and I'm choosing to believe you okay. in my memory. Oh, that's very sweet. As experts and researchers, this is the kind of rigor that we need to apply. L is my source. Yeah, me just sort of stating a year confidently. I'm pretty sure I Googled it. We can fix it in post. We can censor the year. We can okay. fix it in post. <laughs> I'll, I'll beep the year out. Caroline covers her vampire bite with but a simple scarf. Mm. Um, which comes up again later. And when we see Vicky, Vicky's still got a full gauze taped on situation. Yeah. Like clearly like into the hospital. I am I am curious to to see if this has revealed some intention mm-hmm. that perhaps we can mm. extrapolate some uh, <laughs> some thoughts behind mm-hmm. Damon's movements. He's not like hunting her in the woods. Mm. He's like dating her out like it's more of a public thing where people Mm -hmm. know they're kind of dating so he can't really hunt her in the woods right well and he's been like linked to her in the real world versus Mm -hmm. vicky where like no one knew him yet right yeah Yeah. vicky was mauled by fog right is what we think 
<laughs> and a crow. Mm. Yeah. The weirdly like apt shades of abusive relationship that has throughout mm-hmm. the episode was like, mm. oh, very very feel bad just like mm-hmm. just like her covering up the wounds he had caused while they nonchalantly go to dinner together and him yeah. like telling her to get in the kitchen it just <gasps> yeah yeah i've been thinking about a lot whether i feel like this show is gonna do a like respectful job of drawing that parallel i um, don't think so it doesn't seem <laughs> like it but they haven't like <laughs> they haven't like truly ruined it yet you know so i'm just sitting in this yeah. place where i'm like it's going to be squandered. Yes. Much like mm-hmm. mine. Have to agree. <laughs> this is going to be very hard for me to keep my mouth shut. But I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm very proud of myself. So far, yeah. I'm very bad at keeping spoilers. True. <laughs> Hannah, what's that face for? Nothing. <laughs> so after this horror movie of an opening, uh-huh. um, where do we go from there, so let me know if I'm wrong. I believe that we go to the high school. Mm-hmm. Elena and Stefan have like a cute moment where uh, she's telling him to go join the football team, I believe. Because mm-hmm. she's like, go make friends, idiot. And he's like, but you're a loner. And she's like, nah, which fair. She has a bunch of friends, actually. So he agrees that he will try out for the football team. But he is a little bit anxious about that because her ex-boyfriend and his pals are on the football team so elena is in the school and she's also talking with uh she finds bonnie mm-hmm. and she is trying to get bonnie to like stefan mm-hmm. and i think because like elena doesn't have parents mm-hmm. she's like looking to bonnie as like a mother figure like please like my new boyfriend a mother figure yeah she has like she a- has the aunt I think this is a friend thing. This was resonant for me in the way where I'm like, Hannah, please tell me if I'm making the biggest mistake I've ever made because you've watched me make a few. Mm -hmm. Where is this on the list? That's the vibe I got, which is perhaps related to my personal experience. Maybe it's more of like when she invites everyone to dinner. Yeah, the dinner did feel weirdly adult for a bunch of teenagers. So weird. They like get takeout. So this is to like contextualize it. So then she has like a big dinner where she wants Bonnie to meet Stefan. And she goes and like orders takeout and then is like embarrassed at the idea that she, a teen, wouldn't have made pasta from scratch. So she like puts it in a bunch of serving bowls to serve to her teen friends, which is just like not accurate to my personal experience. The Mm -hmm. idea that this like pretense is even worth pursuing yeah. for a teen like her teen what year is she in also like is she a junior no sorry i'm no. in of high school yeah. <laughs> i guess there is something in like maybe she feels like she has to be like a like seem older than she is mm-hmm. because she lost her parents it could be a horse girl thing and i say that respectfully just because mm. this episode we like see in her room she's got like a big framed horse uh-huh. over her bed big horse yeah so it's like i don't know i feel like there's like a refinement and maturity to the horse girl <laughs> we had we knew different horse yeah girls. I, the horse girls i knew i've mm. i've known horse there's different breeds of horse well girls. now performative refinement is certainly a factor for me and the horse girls of yore <laughs> the the horse girl i knew you was yourself uh tricked me into kissing her yeah we've heard this one (laughs) the horse girl i knew her dad was bill clinton's allergist (laughs) there's pictures of bill clinton all over the house wow i don't know why but that feels like a horse girl trait yeah (laughs) right like there's no way the horse girl made that happen no but like there's no way that kid doesn't come out of horse that home cultivates a horse girl absolutely (laughs) (laughs) So you would say Elena does give off horse girl vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like it's interesting to categorize her because it's like she's a cheerleader. She loves horses, so like kind of very preppy, but then she also writes sad journal entries in graveyards, which like we can, you know, we all have many facets. We all relate to that. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have a really like defined quote unquote teen archetype, which yeah. I, you know, yeah. most it's, people I think as teens don't actually. It's mm. it seems like the beginning of the show starts with the end of her character arc. <laughs> here's what i'll posit it is 2009 and her hair is totally straight and on this um network show she does not curl the bottoms of it mm. so she keeps it totally straight like a horse mane okay. i was thinking about that shampoo that like mane and tail shampoo yes. <laughs> that people i horse know girls use. love she looks like she uses that mm. horse shampoo yeah, to me. I mean, she has beautiful hair, but I think there's actually, Hannah, something in the fact that I feel like she's one of the only people who doesn't do that TV, like, curl the ends of it curl, thing. Yeah. And maybe that is to signify that she's, like, a little bit more, like, shy and intellectual. Mm. To make her relatable. Yeah. yeah. She's not like other girls. I her used, hair is straight. <laughs> I used to straighten my hair because I wanted to hide my face behind it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also to have a horse mane. And, and to have a horse mane. Yeah, yeah, I was a horse in the ninth grade. <laughs> what? Sorry, yeah. Would you say Morgan's a horse girl? Would you? We mean half and half, like a hybrid situation. Oh, I have called you a horse girl many times. Interesting. Yeah, we have had this conversation many. I have times. watched this conversation at least twice. That is such like a horse to forget. <laughs> so. <laughs> When you're saying horse, do you mean like having the characteristics of a horse? Because that's not what horse girl means. (laughs) Horse girls love horses and want to be horses. You know how people start to look like their dogs? (laughs) I start looking like a horse. And use the same shampoo as their dogs. (laughs) I would like to clarify to any listeners that I am a horse girl ally. After Elena kind of talks Stefan into being a mm-hmm. high school footballer. Mm-hmm. He's Stefan... going to experience the epic highs and lows of high school football. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Stefan's like doing tryouts. Mm-hmm. The history teacher's also the coach. Yeah. The track. Yeah. It's, listen, you guys cannot be expected to keep track of all Did the Did you coaches. guys know that vampires are Wikipedia? What? <laughs> That's the impression that I got from the class scene. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you live through a year, you will know all of the stuff that happened in that year. Oh, yeah. That's certainly yeah. true for me as a human. Yes. <laughs> oh, why don't you tell us what happened in that scene? Okay. So it was that teacher that we all hate with a passion, the history teacher. He was in class and he just written like World War II on the board and <laughs> underlined it. And he was asking people like when... World War II happened or ended or something. And teaching done. Yeah, Did teaching it. done. Also, wait, I feel like nobody had textbooks in that scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a, a bit of a lack of set dressing in that none of those teens had like backpacks or textbooks or homework or notebooks or anything. He was like, can someone look it up? And I thought they were going to look in the textbook and he pulled out his phone. Pulled out his phone. And looked it up. Fantastic. I love the idea of somebody in the production department like, yeah, we need to get like 30 textbooks for this scene and people being like, textbooks cost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> the printer's broken, so we can't make our own. Yeah, just like have the Mac Natural. It's fine. He's such a good teacher <laughs> that they don't even need textbooks. Yeah, I love the idea. He's like, or have to take notes. 
Yeah, like the first day of class, he sits backwards on a chair and he like throws a textbook against the wall and he's like, everything you need is up in here. And he points at his own yeah. temple and just like refuses to let them read. Yeah, that's in line. He's like, these are full of liberal propaganda anyway. Yeah. That's <laughs> also how he coaches football. <laughs> he like set all the playbooks on fire and that was the bonfire we saw. Oh, absolutely. He's like, forget what you heard about football. We play from the heart here. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to pick on elena a little bit yeah he does um, that like teacher thing where yeah. when they sense you're not paying attention they like drill you well for good reason because she was leaning over she was leaning over like hey our football team sucks you should join it in front of her ex-boyfriend <laughs> who's on the football team and he's just sitting there like fuck <laughs> it's so rude so she does deserve to get a little picked on there (laughs) it's like especially because they were like childhood sweethearts and like Mm -hmm. best friends and she's like this guy's team fucking sucks can you show him a thing or two and then we have stefan (laughs) teaching the teacher yeah yeah and so the teacher um so he does ask elena a question and then stefan answers for her and then the teacher does say like I feel like we're supposed to understand it as he's like being a gentleman. But to be fair, in real life, if I was trying to answer a question in class and like some dude cut in, yeah. I don't know, feels a little condescending, but whatever. So then he and Stefan essentially get in this fight where he's naming world events and Stefan's like just super quick, super quick, like naming the years they all happened in. And as the audience, we're supposed to be like, oh, he's a vampire. So he knows all the history. I, my favorite thing about that, though, was that like he gave it an exact date for Pearl Harbor. And the teacher was like, you know what? Let's do this. Years only. Years only. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'll make it a little easier for you. Yeah. Mm. Also, the teacher did the same thing that Bonnie did at the beginning, where he would just like say the name of a person and have it mean something different. Like he would say Civil Rights Act, and Stefan would say the year. And then he said Martin Luther King, and <laughs> Stefan said a year. Yeah, just in general, Martin yeah. Luther King. So I guess death? Assassination? Yeah, yeah, they both like leapt to assassination, but yeah. like there were a few relevant dates associated yeah. with yeah. Dr. Martin Luther King. Especially because the day that we celebrate is based on his birthday. Yeah. 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 MLK birthday Day is a specific day. Marches. Yeah. Lot- yeah. yeah. Mm. But no, there was there were a few assassinations in there, and then they like veered back into non-assassinations. Okay. I just love the idea that someone in the writer's room is just like, they know what I mean. They know what I mean. I'm okay. Good thing that Obama, Heath Ledger. But I would have loved if maybe he had taken his passion for history and like channeled it into maybe putting on the musical assassins instead. That would have been a fun plot line. But we got mm. a football plot line and that's fun too. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, I, I think there's too much football in this episode. In Friday Night Bites? Yes. Um, <laughs> most most of the football that occurs in this show mm. has been condensed into this episode. <laughs> Real, there's not more football after? I, there is. Okay. I just, when I was watching this, I was just like, wow, this football scene is going on way too long. <laughs> this is too much football. <laughs> I'm like, I get it already. They're playing football. Next scene. <laughs> and then it was more football in the next scene. Yes. Yeah. I think if you've been seeing some realism, like a little bit more butt touching, mm-hmm. you would have been on board with all the Yeah, some slaps, some like towel whipping. Pat, pat. Yeah. So I went to a high school that like didn't really have a big sports presence. So I don't know anything as to the realism 
of the coach like giving a big speech about how good the team is before the big game is that yeah. a thing that happens in real life um I oh think- and also burning an effigy of the other team yeah. <laughs> so that effigy new for me uh new for me for sure okay um pep talk mm-hmm. very normal okay. it usually happens in a locker room it wouldn't be like at yeah. a pep rally that makes sense because yeah it was like not just the team in attendance yeah no I did write in my notes that I was very confused as to the rituals of footballing. The intricate rituals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they allowed to make a fire? Are they allowed to do underage drinking in front of coach? I Why feel like is coach on a giant pickup truck making a speech. I, they would be kicked off the team if they drank in front of a high school coach for oh. like a hundred. You want to talk about kicked off the team. And I know Jeremy's not on the team, but something that nobody in the episode in world acknowledged is that, so there's a scene at the pep rally, whatever, where Jeremy picks a fight with the guy that is like also hooking up with Vicky. And the guy like throws a punch at him and they're fighting and Stefan breaks it up. And then Jeremy like cracks a bottle of Jim Beam to make like a makeshift knife and is going to stab another teenager in the gut, likely killing or seriously injuring him. And like nobody, there's like dozens of witnesses to this and nobody arrests him even a little bit. I do want to hear from the expert Mm -hmm. neck injuries. Yeah. Uh, what you think the damage would have been if Jeremy had succeeded with his uh, broken bottle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me just quickly pull up my diagram. Oh my god. <laughs> so I think the real threat would be if Jeremy reached the superior belly of the omohyoid muscle. Mm. because that's pretty deep in there which means <laughs> that it would pass several different veins such as or and arteries such as the carotid Ooh, and that's quite dangerous but probably not for a vampire interesting point probably why stefan like put himself in the way yeah he's like i i can be stabbed this yeah. is fine he can take a hit i grow back as we saw he feels gonna super be so fast. sad if her brother murders a human man he could really relate to having a brother that murders human men <laughs> it seems like damon seems to prefer to go through the trapezius into the inferior belly <laughs> of the omohyoid muscle that's his preferred location to since actually we were at the pep rally too um coach do you have any thoughts on maybe how good the team is now that they've recruited their latest member mm-hmm. uh what, what what kind of skills is he bringing to the sure yeah he offered to play wide receiver i always offer to play wide receiver i'm gonna fight you <laughs> I think the important thing to note is that someone tried to throw a football at his head thinking that that would be embarrassing when actually in every set of circumstances I've ever been, everyone would be like, why the fuck did you throw that at the back of his head? I just assumed it was like a football thing. No, no, those were his vampire reflexes catching that football. In summary, having a vampire on your team, thumbs up. Great call. Okay. Nice. I call that play every time. Good for them. It's, it's not I'm considered a, cheating. It's definitely mm. cheating. I'm I've got the official football rule book open in front of me right now. There's actually no mm. rules against a vampire playing football. <laughs> mm-hmm. No one said that you can't have a vampire. You're, you're looking at the high school playbook right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the bylaws of Mystic Falls High School here and they wait, wait, wait. Hey, L, L, L. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Airblood. <laughs> I, can you guys give me a second to murder Hannah? I'm sorry, to murder the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, Hannah. 
Um, the NFL, I think, has gotten wise to vampires and does ban them. But you're right that high school football hasn't quite gotten around to writing those rules. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting also because like if as a vampire, I feel like they can't test you. You're speaking as a vampire? Uh, <laughs> as a vampire. <laughs> I feel like vampires in this universe, and let me know if I'm wrong, I feel like they don't bleed or pee, which means that they could theoretically take all of the steroids that they wanted and not be able to be tested by the NFL. Okay, well, I don't think he wants to play in the NFL anyway, because can vampires be recorded? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hannah, there's a whole show called The Vampire Diaries. They recorded them. <laughs> This is a documentary. <laughs> so you wanted to move on to the dinner scene. Elena um, invites Damon in to be polite, not realizing that if she invites him in as a vampire, he can now just come on in. Come on in. At this dinner, Damon and Caroline come in. They're totally uninvited. Caroline's acting very snarky, and so is Damon. But that's par for the course. Mm -hmm. And I do want to ask Coach, as a coach, what do you make of this interaction? Would you consider this foul play? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Foul play, not um, not a football terminology. <laughs> I extremely unsportsmanlike conduct. I don't know football for sure. I think. Um, Would you give them the yellow flag? Nope. And that's that was soccer. Morgan lived in Europe. You have to remember. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would enforce that penalty on the next play. And like, what would it be? Fifteen so yards. Mm. Oh, so it's not like you have to do a little, like... <laughs> they don't make you, like, go to the half-field line and apologize. <laughs> I don't know. Or, like, do a shot or it's something. Just, like, like, they just hug. Hey, you two. Make up. Make, kiss and make up. Yeah. One-hour community service. I yeah. know that when uh, we have fouls in my games, we kiss and make up after, but that's a gay thing, not a football <laughs> thing. And Hannah, as a person who's an expert in neck injuries... Yeah, absolutely. What do you make of the scene where Stefan's asking about Caroline's hair. Yeah. So I think that's a clear example of a neck injury protected by thrall. Ooh. And I, that's kind of verging into a territory that I am less studied in. As you all know, I'm mm -hmm. mostly neck focused mm -hmm. and neck wounds. Necking. Less thrall. Less thrall. But I, I mean, I'm fascinated by the subject. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so in, in the scene, Stefan says, Hey, Caroline, love the scarf. She's like, absolutely, dude. He's like, can I see it? And she's like, what? And he's like, take it off. And she's like, no. Um, to be fair. And this is all, so far, valid. And he said, why? Are you okay? And she's like, all I know is that I can't take off the scarf. Right. Hashtag thrall. Also extreme scary stories to tell in the dark vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Very Jenny and the Green Ribbon. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'll point out, there's no blood in the scarf. So it seems like it's healing nicely. Mm. So even though this isn't maybe the most breathable material that she could be using to encourage, like, no scarring, mm -hmm. it, it seems to at least not be reopening. Yeah, great point. Even during cheerleading practice. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. We're not getting any sports compound injuries. God, she had to do cheerleading in a scarf. And a thrall. Ooh. And thrall. <laughs> and thrall. <laughs> I do all my cheering and thrall. Mm. Yeah, I coach, I coach in a, a tiny little scarf called a bolo tie. Something that I love about Bonnie this episode is that last time she was having like full on like death and gloom visions about ravens and fog. And this episode, she's like, I think that the spoon is in that cabinet. Like the <laughs> stakes of the psychic visions have temporarily gone down for a little bit. 
birthday um, candles. Birth- yeah, she is able to know where the birthday candles are in her best friend's kitchen. She's, she's not predicting the future. Mm-hmm. She's predicting the present state of kitchen utensils. Yeah, unless she's predicting herself finding them in that drawer in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question. Hmm. We've been watching a lot of a television program called Psych in this home. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if? Bonnie is pretending to be psychic. Whoa. So that much like in the show where Sean Spencer, who is just great at noticing things, pretends to be psychic so that the police take him seriously, Bonnie just sees the fact that Stefan is, has fucking murderer vibes and is pretending to be a psychic so her friend maybe uh-huh. reconsiders dating him. And then she's him. like, fuck, okay, I have to prove it. I have to prove it. Um, I know where the spoons are. <laughs> That's an easy W for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of some numbers. Yeah, those will come up probably. Now, Elle, you uh-huh. had a really good time this episode imagining Bonnie wasn't psychic. It's a, it's going to be as long as I can hold on to that interpretation. Yeah. Really funny. She does talk about how her family or her gram-gram talked about being witches by way of Salem. Yeah, we were getting very woke bay vibes yeah. from Stefan this episode where he was like, the Salem witches were unique. They were trailblazers. Independent. They, they were non-conforming to society very white night and Bobby ate it up yeah Yeah, she loved it when did he say that his family came to the what he he before the Salem thing he said when his family came to um, Mystic Falls well before the Salem thing he said when a bunch of Celtic druids came to Mystic Falls Uh, okay okay which no they didn't Wait, so canonically have Vikings and Celtic Druids both been to Mystic Falls? There's a, there's a hodgepodge of, mm. of peoples. Uh-huh. <laughs> descended from many different ancient peoples. Yeah. A small um, town, West Virginian yeah. melting pot. So many different kinds of white people. <laughs> yes. Well, some a lot less problematic than others. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at you, season five. I'm going to find something offensive later. Hey, remember earlier when you were like, yeah. I'm really good at uh, keeping spoilers to myself? Hannah, what's that face you're making? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what's that face you're making? You could also just cut in that clip again. Do podcasts do flashbacks ever? I'm going to do a flashback right now. <laughs> this is going to be very hard for me to keep my mouth shut, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm very proud of myself. So far, yeah. I'm very bad at keeping... Spoilers. True. <laughs> Hannah, what's that face for? Nothing. <laughs> and we're back. That's innovation. We're innovating on the form. I wanna I wanna talk about when Damon is talking to Elena privately in the kitchen. Because mm-hmm. I, I I feel like this is a bit of an important moment for both their characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you make of Damon bringing up Catherine? Yes, so he basically brings up, or she brings up Catherine first, actually, but he had kind of like planted a seed or two before, I think. But um, so she was like, yeah, so he essentially tells her um, Catherine died in a fire and that both he and Stefan had um, been romantically involved with her in some capacity, but he was not telling her the order or if there was any overlapping. So I assume that more more to come. Um, and he seemed kind of like genuinely in love with Catherine, which I'm there's going to be a love triangle, I assume. But yes, so uh, he was in love with Catherine. They were both in love with Catherine. Everybody was in love with Catherine. And now mm-hmm. she's Catherine, but she's not Catherine, which she says specifically mm-hmm. to him. She was like, 
Well, I'm not Catherine. It's yeah. ironic because she does not know that she has Catherine's face. Yeah. They have the same face, but Damon does describe her as very different personality. Describing her as like uh, selfish and mm. a bit unkind, mm. which is great. I, I like that they're not like the same. Yeah. Yeah. And for a list of predictions, I'm really hoping that uh, she gets like possessed by the spirit of Catherine Ooh. and just gets me. That would be so fun. And she turned evil. Yeah. Love mm. it. Yeah. I'm I'm doing a lot of assuming that Catherine the to make to assume Catherine is evil is a big assumption, but it would be very fun if Catherine was evil. Yeah, mm. that would be so fun. I'm just yeah. hoping for some evil twin vibes. Absolutely, yeah. love it. I would like to point out something very unfortunate, which is that in that scene where Damon and Elena are talking in the kitchen, they have mm. chemistry. Yeah, and I find that difficult because he well he very promptly ruins it at the end of the episode yes but they have more chemistry than she has with his brother by far there's a reason for that Uh uh-huh fun fact the actors for stefan and elena Uh apparently did not like each other oh interesting (laughs) like they grew to like each other but they hated each other that's very funny it seems like they have chemistry but Mm -hmm. it's if you look at it as kind of like a hate yeah a thing that happens in a lot of media is that if you write two characters to just be in love with each other then I feel like they just skip to being in love with each other Mm -hmm. and it can kind of feel like flat or rote or just like okay like we get it whereas if two characters are not explicitly written with the end point of like you know they get together and have a nice relationship then they can actually have interesting tense interplay because it's okay for them to have conflict and messier feelings and that's I think the kind of thing that is funner to watch anyway like having chemistry in the kitchen talking about your dead ex-girlfriend yeah yeah (laughs) love it I do love it and that makes this show extremely watchable Mm. yeah so Elena catches that she asks him, which one of you dated her first? Insinuating that like, yes, yeah, Stefan and Damon both dated Catherine at some point. Mm. And Damon says, I'm sure Stefan's answer differs from mine. Mm. What do you think that means? Cheating. 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 Mm. Some kind of overlap. Or like both of them think that the other one like stole their jeep. Yeah. Mm. And then, so at the end, after the big old football altercation, the football altercation, if you will, (laughs) Stefan kind of makes up with the football guy who was kind of like rejecting him earlier. They have like, they form mutual bro respect and they kiss on the lips. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. They handshake. (laughs) They do a firm handshake, you know, like how teenage boys do with each other. Yeah. Yeah, I've certainly seen a million football players. Mm. I think Matt is the least problematic character. He seems sweet. Matt has done nothing wrong. Matt's done nothing wrong. Like, he's like a normal, well-adjusted person. And it's very interesting that he just shows up and acts normal and well-adjusted sometimes. (laughs) But then Damon immediately, like, Damon tries to, like, compel Elena to kiss him in the parking lot. And she, like, smacks him across the face. Because she's wearing the the special amulet that Stefan had given her earlier, which is, like, anti-vampire hypnosis. So creep move on his part. Then he and Stefan talk. They fight. They have that, like, earlier we talked about that weird close face-to-face moment. And then he's like so pissed off. And then like the coach just walks up that like coach slash history teacher. And he's like, what's going on over here? And Damon murders him. (laughs) And thank God. Yeah. So Stefan is definitely getting under Damon's skin at this point, Mm -hmm. kind of reversing the whole relationship Mm -hmm. where Damon's usually making him suffer. Mm -hmm. And Stefan is like pointing out some truths Mm -hmm. about him that he won't. Stefan says, you won't hurt Elena. 
because you loved Catherine mm. and you're just doing this to torture me, which we find out later to be true because he does the whole creepy, I'm watching you sleep and I'm going to caress your face. Yeah. Which horrible. creepy, but also shows that Stefan was correct. It's when Stefan starts calling Damon out on his bullshit mm. that Damon tries to, needs to one up yeah. his torture. He's like, oh, I've been accused of emotional vulnerability and having kindness. So I need to do a murder right now. Yeah. I need to reaffirm my masculinity by sinking my teeth into this supple neck of a football coach. <laughs> and you know, I bet that coach respected that move because as you all know, boys will be boys. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? You're right. <sighs> You're right. Yeah. Boys, listen, as a, <laughs> if one of my players murders me before the big game, but then gets out there <laughs> on the field during the, course, the big game. <laughs> no, it's right before kickoff time. Yeah. As like a pump up ritual, you know, you just, kill a man yes don't they but don't they take a like an intermission uh, an intermission halftime <laughs> halftime now i've never heard anyone say kickoff time in my life unless the question was what time should i turn on the tv when is kickoff time i've never okay, uh okay. been on the field and been like you know what it is it's almost kickoff time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tanner the history slash teacher slash coach is now looking down on everyone in the afterlife. I think he's looking up on everyone. Looking up on everyone from whatever <laughs> hell is awaiting him. Trying to uh, continue to quiz Stefan on uh, historical dates. Yeah. His hell is like a teenager being smarter than him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. He's just living <laughs> that scene from earlier in the episode over and over for eternity. It's just him knowing no back. Good. And then someone throws a football at the back of his head. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then and then at the end of the episode, um, Bonnie does show up and see the three numbers that she had predicted earlier on like a license plate and yeah. like a parking spot number. Which okay, the parking spot number was especially funny because wouldn't they all be numbered? And therefore, you would have been able to see all of the numbers in the parking <laughs> spot. Right. Well, and you see those numbers every day, so your brain is already primed with them. Yeah, if you were looking for them, you could absolutely find them again. Like she is psychic. But that was the actions of some, like of a teenager who convinced themselves that they were psychic. Absolutely. I think it's because like Tanner's body was in that spot, or like the mm. blood. There was, was some there. blood in it. That's yeah. true. I think that we're supposed to still like consider her slightly unreliable. I don't think we're supposed to be that confident in the efficacy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Or they're making a really questionable teen drama on the WB. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and wonder which. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll find. Yeah. Out. Let's, I'll ruminate on that. <laughs> she is reasonably distraught, but it is mm. funnier in context to imagine that she's not actually psychic. Tears in her eyes going, she's like, I saw this. I could have stopped this, maybe. I am throwing the psych lens on the rest of this series. Can we pretend that mm. Stefan's also not actually a vampire? He just likes to pretend he is? Please, yes. Approaching this show as nothing is actually supernatural is so... And they're not actually brothers. No, Morgan. <laughs> well, and I think killing specifically the football coach is like a way to be like, I can fully take away anything you love yeah. without having mm -hmm. to kill Elena. Mm -hmm. Like it's yeah, a way yeah. to be like, oh, you found something new you like? It's dead now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and especially the way he initiated that conversation is that he found a shadow to stand in and then leaned up against a brick wall in that shadow and then like, either sarcastically slow clapped or something or like delivered a, a pithy little line mm -hmm. about football. Classic no, Will. No, Will. Yeah, it was, he was standing like 
leaning on his back on a wall in the dark and said, well, 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 which is how I would like to initiate most of my conversations with other people. Yeah. You should still like talk in this house for that reason. <laughs> You'd just be spooking me all the time. Well, 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 it's time to eat lasagna. <laughs> what were we talking about oh so we end the episode on damon watching elena sleep which without the super sweet music would be very creepy i thought that the music was intended to make us feel sympathetic for him because like stefan's narration was like he's terrible and mean to the core and has no good in him and then we cut to his face looking sympathetic with kind of a melancholy song playing but like my brain provided like a creepy discordant soundtrack to that scene just regardless of what the show would like me to feel (laughs) yeah I actually I this is a question I can never answer for myself but I guess we do have Morgan here which is like I sometimes try to imagine what reaction I would be having if I was watching this as a teen because like certainly my view is colored by being an adult that's like had a lot of relationships some of which were like you know worse than Mm -hmm. others so I'm like okay I see a lot of problems here but if I were a teen would I be like "Ooh, this is hot that he likes her this much (laughs) he's he's jumped on a roof my perception as an adult is definitely ruining this show for me but in a good way Uh uh-huh sure (laughs) I'm still I'm still enjoying it okay I hope that this podcast isn't just an hour every couple of weeks of us like spitting on something you love no I (laughs) spit away oh no because there are like it is fun to watch but then there are also some things where i'm like "Mm, this is of its time or oh no this is not the medium through which something this heavy should be dealt with i know full well that it's it is it deserves the criticism Mm. that it gets yeah could you put spit away in the intro just those words spit away like it away just said spit away spit Spit away (laughs) Everyone just spit on me. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I'd like to move on. Yeah. Welcome to Call Her Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that in, Morgan. <laughs> don't do it. It's so Please don't. Welcome to Call Her Daddy. Spit away. I like call her Vladdy, am I right? Hey. And that is our episode of the Vampire Church. <laughs> that's a great way to end okay yeah that's our episode of the vampire journals Mm -hmm. a show about the show the vampire diaries episode three friday night bites yeah um Mm -hmm. can i get a temperature of the room based off of the information you've gathered thus far on our watch through would you consider the vampire diaries to be a good show personally i think this was a good episode i was actually surprised just based on my memories of not liking the beginning of the first season I think this was a good episode of a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that they, they went out on the field. They left it all on the field. Oh, God. <laughs> They're giving it 110% at something. Thanks, mm. coach. Yeah. I think this episode would have been perfect if they just like cut down the time of the football mm-hmm. a little bit. Just of all these boys tackling. Well, actually, no. <laughs> all these boys tackling each other. Okay. <laughs> Showing your hand, are we? <laughs> Never mind. You yeah. Take back what I. And this has been another episode of Holler Daddy. This has been another episode of Morgan's Horny.com. <laughs>
Bridget, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah. If you want to see me do something legitimate and beautiful, you can visit my Instagram at Galaxy Brain Design. Are you saying this isn't legitimate? I'm saying. <laughs> Morgan, why did you open this can of worms? I'm going to actually, uh, for the benefit of Hannah, decline to respond to that inquiry. Could you list two adjectives that you would describe this project as? Mm, intimate and moving. Hannah, do you have anything to plug? When we hit 100 Patreon followers, we'll all... I'll plug when Bridget shuts up. Pretty soon, my very good friend and Morgan's partner has written a D&D style adventure that I have edited and done some art for and I'm very I love it so much and I think it's very great and that's uh, called fat magic so maybe you can get it and maybe you can't we'll know soon yeah I'll link it in the future Mm. so if you don't see a link right now it just means it's not published yet but it will be you gotta wait for it like you would wait in line for an exclusive club don't touch that dial. Yeah, but we uh, cannot make a final verdict as to whether or not the Vampire oh, Diaries is shit. for sure yet. I think we're going to have to watch another episode. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Yeah. Great promise. Um, yeah. Um, okay, talk to you guys immediately. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and share and follow us on Twitter at Journals Podcast.